Good afternoon. I'm Lowell Singer, Senior Vice President of Investor Relations at the Walt Disney Company, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to Disney Investor Day 2020. We truly appreciate you taking the time to join us here today. Now, at today's Investor Day, we intend to convey why we are so excited about our direct-to-consumer opportunity, and also to answer many of the questions you've asked us since our first direct-to-consumer Investor Day in April of 2019. So let me provide some details for the day. In a moment, you will hear from Bob Chapek, Disney's Chief Executive Officer. Next, Kareem Daniel, who heads our media and entertainment distribution business, will discuss our commercialization strategy. You will then hear more detail about our direct-to-consumer businesses, including Disney+, Star, Hulu, and ESPN+. We will then take a 10-minute break. And following the break, our executive chairman, Bob Iger, will kick off a presentation of our incredible content pipeline, during which you will hear from many of our company's amazing creative executives. Later, our chief financial officer, Christine McCarthy, will provide a financial update. And then after Bob Chapek wraps up the day, we will move to an analyst question and answer session. We are joining you today from stage two here on our lot in Burbank, which is the same stage on which we hosted many of you last year. And while much has changed over the past 20 months, including our direct-to-consumer ambition, some things haven't changed at all, including our legal team. So, before we move on, I must mention that statements made in today's presentation may contain forward-looking information. Actual results may differ materially from what we are presenting today. The information you now see identifies and gives you details about some of the risks regarding those forward-looking statements, as well as where to go to get more information about our risk factors. Now, a couple of logistical notes about today. Due to some rights issues, we will only be able to stream some of the videos that we are showing today. We apologize that we can't share all of them. However, we do have a lot we can show you. And we also hope that you can view today's presentation on a large screen. Shortly after the conclusion of today's presentation, we will be making a replay of the event available. We will also be posting downloadable slides to our website. Finally, and most importantly, Thanks for taking the time to join us today. And now, it is my pleasure to introduce the Chief Executive Officer of the Walt Disney Company, Bob Chapek. Thank you, Lowell. I also want to welcome you all to our Virtual Investor Day. While I wish we could be together for this, I think you'll find the presentation we have for you is truly spectacular. It's hard to believe it's only been a year since we first introduced you and the world to a whole new way of enjoying the magic of Disney in the comfort and convenience of your own homes. We knew this one-of-a-kind service featuring content only Disney can create would resonate with consumers and stand out in the marketplace. And needless to say, Disney Plus has exceeded our wildest expectations with 86.8 million subscribers as of December 2nd. That's quite an achievement. This success has bolstered our confidence in our continued acceleration towards a DTC-first business model. And more importantly, it's launched the Walt Disney Company into a new era of delivering consumers truly exceptional entertainment built around our world-renowned brands and franchises. 
Given that storytelling is at the heart of everything we do at Disney, we're incredibly proud of how much our stories have been embraced by people around the world. 95% of the population in 12 of our top global markets engaged with our content over the past year alone. And more than 1 billion people have identified themselves as true fans with a deep emotional connection to our brands. Since the launch of Disney+, Plus, we have been working hard to meet the growing demand for entertainment. And now, with our recent reorganization, we've separated content creation from distribution and put in place a new structure that will allow us to be even more nimble, responsive, and effective in the delivery of our unparalleled programming. This will enable us to tell great stories inspired by the perfect mix of creative excellence enhanced by data-driven audience insights delivered in ways that consumers want. Our unique access to an incredible number of consumer touch points across our businesses gives us a clear advantage. Based on insights gained from this wealth of data, our distribution and commercialization team is able to better inform our creatives of consumer preferences. And the creative teams are empowered to make the high quality branded entertainment they believe will resonate with audiences. This new organization also gives us maximum flexibility in determining when and on which platform content will be available. And this is especially important now, given consumers rapidly changing consumption behaviors and the prolonged uncertainty due to the pandemic. As circumstances change, we will continue to consider these and other critical factors when determining what steps we may take to most effectively distribute our programming. Our goal is always to serve consumers in the best way possible. Our new head of media and entertainment distribution, Kareem Daniel, will talk more about our long-term plans in just a moment. While this has been a very tough year for all of us, here at Disney, we continue to take deliberate and innovative steps in running our business to best position them for future growth. Walt Disney founded this company nearly 100 years ago with the belief that we should always be evolving, growing, and reinventing ourselves. In his words, we keep moving forward, opening new doors and doing new things because we're curious and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. And I strongly believe it is this perpetual willingness to constantly challenge the status quo, to be visionary in our thinking, to take smart, bold risks, and to make strategic investments in our future that allows our company to continue to thrive in increasingly dynamic environments. Another thing that really sets us apart is the ecosystem that's comprised of our various lines of business and portfolio of great brands and franchises. Some of you may be familiar with this 1957 schematic that shows how Walt envisioned the company with everything centered around storytelling. There was an incredible amount of synergy between segments that powered the company's success. And what you see today is a modern incarnation of this same synergy, still rooted in the tremendous strength of our storytelling across our unrivaled collection of brands and franchises. Our unique ecosystem connects us with consumers in ways that no other company can. For example, let's consider the outstanding success of Marvel with its record-breaking collection of films from the Marvel Cinematic Universe loved by fans around the world, including the number one movie of all time, Avengers Endgame. And we're incredibly excited to show you 
what the amazing team at Marvel has in store for you later in the presentation, including feature films, along with cinematic quality episodic shows headed to Disney+, Plus, such as the highly anticipated new series, WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki. We also can't wait for you to experience the all-new Avengers Campus being built at Disney California Adventure and the vast selection of new superhero consumer products available around the world. And as you'll see later, our other studios with their own prolific collection of intellectual property are developing new storylines and characters that will expand our popular franchises well into the future, and all of it will inevitably become part of Disney+. Plus further enriching the unmatched offering of content available on the service. Of course, our excitement in the DTC space goes well beyond just Disney+. We're incredibly pleased with the success of all of our streaming services, Disney+, ESPN+, and Hulu. And now, with the upcoming launch of our star-branded general entertainment offering outside the U.S., fueled by our amazing creatives and the incredible array of high-quality movies and series from our acquisition of 21st Century Fox, our DTC business will be even more robust and have a greater global reach than ever before. We're confident the future of the Walt Disney Company is a bright one. We have the best and most respected brands in the world and the most talented people in the industry. And we're taking bold, transformative steps and making the right investments to accelerate our growth. Before I turn it over to Kareem, let me just say how proud I am to be leading this extraordinary company during this pivotal time. And like everyone, we are facing some tough short-term challenges. But just as we've done countless times over our nearly 100-year history, we are finding new and innovative ways to entertain and inspire people, which you'll see throughout this presentation. Now, let's welcome Kareem. Thanks, Bob, and good afternoon, everyone. I am thrilled to be here representing Disney's new media and entertainment distribution organization, where we have the privilege of sharing the unparalleled stories created across the Walt Disney Company with fans and families around the world. We have the very best creative minds in the industry here at Disney, and I'm excited to share with you our plans for how we intend to accelerate our growth in the critical direct-to-consumer space in partnership with the creative teams in the studios, general entertainment, and sports organizations. As a company, we were set up to achieve success in an increasingly dynamic environment. And as Bob mentioned, consumer behavior really does drive our decision-making. While we have always valued the data gained through our numerous consumer touch points, the rapid growth of our portfolio of D2C services provides us with an even greater opportunity to understand their preferences. And we are using these insights to help determine how to optimally engage with our audiences. In fact, our team uses all of the information available to us when determining how best to allocate our annual creative content budgets across platforms with the goal to maximize both audience engagement and commercial impact. And we share this budgetary framework and critical insights with our creative partners as part of a truly collaborative planning process that delivers high-quality, branded entertainment to achieve our established growth objectives for all of our platforms, from direct-to-consumer to linear networks to theatrical exhibition. This exchange of information is a key pillar of our organization's overall strategy, which also relies on the increased flexibility provided by our mix of distribution options, including, in no particular order, 
releasing content through traditional windows, such as theaters and linear networks before it is made available on our direct-to-consumer services, particularly recognizing theatrical exhibition's ability to help establish major franchises that are at the heart of our Disney flywheel, providing our creative output simultaneously, day and date, on both traditional and D2C platforms, in concert with our premier access commercialization strategy for the D2C component, and exclusively distributing our content on our streaming services, providing a constant flow of new titles for subscriber acquisition and to minimize churn. Of course, regardless of where it originates, all of our films and episodic series will inevitably end up as part of our incredibly rich and increasingly robust library of content on our D2C platforms. Since streaming has quickly become a preferred method of consumption, we are prioritizing our D2C platforms, both in terms of how we distribute our content and also through our increased investment in original programming for Disney+, Hulu, ESPN+, and the upcoming star-branded International General Entertainment offering. By significantly ramping up production for these services, we will not only accelerate the growth of our D2C businesses, but also solidify our deep and very personal relationship with consumers globally. Today, you will see this new strategy clearly reflected as our creative leaders tell you about the phenomenal stories that they're developing, ranging from blockbusters that will debut first in theaters to premium series and films that will only be available on Disney+. These Disney Plus originals will carry a special logo, and I can tell you that you'll be seeing it a lot over the course of the next couple of hours. Just to provide you with a preview, we're happy to announce that over the next few years, we will release roughly 10 Marvel series, 10 Star Wars series, 15 Disney live action, Disney animation, and Pixar series, as well as 15 Disney live action, Disney animation, and Pixar features, all new and all directly on Disney Plus. With these Disney Plus originals, along with theatrical releases and library titles, we will be adding something new to the service every week. Notably, this month's programming is a great example of how we're able to seamlessly blend long-term planning with the nimbleness required to drive success in a dynamic world. As we're offering both the conclusion of the second season of our hit original series, The Mandalorian, as well as the recently announced debut of Pixar's next masterpiece, Soul, which was initially slated for theaters. In a similar way, the wealth of Disney Plus content that we'll preview for you today also reflects a mix of stories developed specifically for the service, along with content originally intended for theatrical release. In particular, a number of Disney and Pixar films heading to Disney Plus were previously planned as theatrical releases, but as a perfect illustration of our strategic pivot to a D2C-first business model, we have decided they will now be Disney Plus originals. Further, in light of continued COVID-related challenges in the marketplace and our commitment to providing consumers greater choice than ever before, we are pleased to announce that we will release Walt Disney Animation Studios' epic adventure story, Raya and the Last Dragon, through Disney Plus Premier Access at the same time that we debut the film in theaters in March. You'll have a chance to hear more about this highly anticipated film from Jennifer Lee, Chief Creative Officer of Walt Disney Animation, in just a little while. It is important to note that all of these distribution plans reflect our current view of the media and entertainment landscape. One of the primary benefits of our new organizational structure is our ability to quickly reevaluate and adjust our plans in light of any changes in the marketplace. And we will continue to shift and optimize our mix of windowed theatrical, day and date, and D2C exclusive offerings according to what is best for the consumer and our businesses. 
The Walt Disney Company is uniquely positioned to execute this consumer-centric strategy. We have brands and franchises that are beloved globally. We have teams of brilliant storytellers powering our best-in-class creative engines. And we have a strong and diverse portfolio of streaming services. All of these factors yield distinct competitive advantages, enabling us to deliver the compelling stories that audiences worldwide have come to expect from Disney in the ever-evolving ways that they prefer to view them. And now, here to share a business update on our direct-to-consumer services, please welcome Rebecca Campbell, Chairman, International Operations, and Direct-to-Consumer. Thank you. Thanks, Kareem. Today, I'm going to start by updating you on the incredible growth that our streaming services have experienced to date. And then I'm going to give you a preview of the exciting things that we have in store for our global direct-to-consumer offerings. Now, when you heard from us in April of 2019, we shared our guidance for fiscal year 2024. 60 to 90 million Disney Plus subscribers, 40 to 60 million Hulu subscribers, and 8 to 12 million ESPN Plus subscribers. I'm thrilled to say that our performance against those goals has been spectacular. As of December 2nd, we now have over 137 million subscriptions across our direct-to-consumer portfolio, including 86.8 million Disney Plus subscribers, of which approximately 30% are Disney Plus Hotstar subscribers, 38.8 million Hulu subscribers, and 11.5 million ESPN Plus subscribers. Due to this exceptional performance out of the gate, our aspirations have grown since we last met, and our CFO, Christine McCarthy, will provide updated guidance for our direct-to-consumer business later today. But first, I want to talk about Disney+. And by the way, our amazing storytellers could not have scripted this any better. In just over a year, Disney+, has cemented its reputation as a singular destination for premium branded content. Our subscriber growth demonstrates the incredible consumer response as we've rolled the service out around the world. Our initial launch in the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the Netherlands yielded an immediate response, 10 million signups as of day one. And then we quickly expanded across EMEA to the UK, Germany, Italy, Spain, France, and in more than 10 other countries. And then in Asia, we launched Disney Plus Hotstar in India and Indonesia and executed a limited Disney Plus launch in Japan. And that will actually expand to the full market next year. And just last month, we launched in Latin America, including Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, Chile, Colombia, and Peru, and more than 15 additional countries in South and Central America. And we're not done yet, as we will be launching in more markets in 2021, including Eastern Europe, South Korea, and Hong Kong, to name a few. Now, to speak more about our global distribution strategy for Disney+, I'd like to turn it over to Michael Paul, president of Disney+, and ESPN Plus. Thanks, Rebecca. That's a perfect setup. 
Across the globe, we have built early momentum by meeting customers wherever they are on the devices they prefer. The availability of our app on mobile and connected TV devices has helped us amplify our reach into more streaming households and deepen subscriber engagement. We have an extensive device footprint globally, which provides subscribers with a variety of ways to access Disney+. This was made possible by launching deals with Apple, Amazon's Fire TV, Google, and Roku, to name a few. I'm excited to announce today our new agreement with Comcast, which will make available a fully integrated Disney Plus and ESPN Plus experience to over 20 million Comcast X1 set-top boxes and flex platforms, joining Hulu in the first quarter of 2021. While we've acquired the majority of our subscribers directly or through third-party app stores, our launch strategy also included wholesale agreements with a variety of distributors to further expand our reach and amplify our marketing. In the U.S., we've been pleased with Verizon's Disney Plus on Us promotion. And this past August, we extended our agreement to offer the Disney bundle to their premium tier of unlimited customers. Verizon is providing a seamless experience for customers rolling off their initial promotion and upgrading to the Disney bundle. The Disney bundle combines Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus in one for the low monthly price of $12.99. And in January, based on feedback from our customers, we'll make a version of the Disney bundle that includes Hulu with no ads for $6 more per month widely available, providing even greater choice and flexibility to our consumers. In Europe, we have distribution deals with leading pay TV and mobile network operators, including Canal Plus in France, Deutsche Telekom in Germany, Movistar in Spain, O2 in the UK, and Tim in Italy. In Asia Pacific, we teamed with Geo, India's largest telecom network and the third largest mobile network operator in the world, serving nearly 400 million customers. Together with Geo, we made it simple and convenient for prepaid mobile customers to access Disney Plus Hotstar, helping drive rapid growth in India. And in Latin America, we collaborated with Mercado Libre, the region's leading e-commerce company with over 76 million active shoppers for distribution of Disney+. In addition, we are working with market leaders across the region with both a la carte and bundled offers. We have also been ambitious in experimenting with reaching new audience segments. Take, for example, our recently launched global offer with Epic Games, that bundles Disney Plus with Fortnite purchases. By combining our incredible IP with authentic in-game tie-ins, we're able to market Disney Plus to millions of Fortnite players around the world. Now I'll turn it back to you, Rebecca, to speak to our Disney Plus engagement strategy. Thanks, Michael. Disney Plus has provided us the platform to bring more incredible content directly to consumers. At the same time as the world adapted to challenges brought on by the pandemic. And looking ahead, the content slated for Disney Plus over this coming year is truly extraordinary. And I can't wait for you to hear more from our amazing content creators later today. But before we get there, I'd love to tell you about how we're approaching the expansion of Disney Plus internationally. So as I mentioned earlier, 
our launches around the world have been a key driver of our subscriber growth to date. And what we've done in India will help illustrate how we have adapted our approach. With a rapidly growing middle class and expanding discretionary spending, India is a promising market opportunity. And we are uniquely positioned to succeed in India due to our existing presence with Star TV and Hotstar Digital Brands. This is why we decided to launch Disney Plus in conjunction with Hotstar to create a truly integrated entertainment experience for consumers in that market. Disney Plus Hotstar offers a massive collection of local content from Bollywood films to TV series in seven local languages, adding over 17,000 hours of original local programming every year. And importantly, Disney Plus Hotstar is the exclusive home for the most significant cricket events in the world. The Indian Premier League, the Asia Cup, the Cricket World Cup, and BCCI's India Cricket Rights. On top of that, offering all the best that the Walt Disney Company has in one place has made Disney Plus Hotstar the ultimate streaming destination in India, all at an accessible and an affordable price. Now this strategy is our template for other South Asian markets, with Indonesia being the first, that are also driven by local content and mobile consumption. We know Disney Plus Hotstar can lead the region as the top streaming service for all of our consumers. So building on the success of Disney Plus Hotstar in India and Indonesia, we will be launching Star and Star Plus as our general entertainment content brand outside of the United States. And we will be offering these brands in two different ways, depending on the market. Now, I know that this may be a lot to digest, so let me walk you through it, and I'd like to explain each strategy. Let's start with Star. In Europe, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, and then a few other markets, Star will be fully integrated into Disney+. It will be accessible as the six-brand tile in the app. Star will add a robust collection of our best original and library general entertainment films and series to exceptional content already available on Disney+. Star will include global hit series from Disney Television Studios and FX to blockbuster films and significant library content from the Disney Library and our 21st Century Fox acquisition to an array of exclusive local original content specifically programmed to appeal to our subscribers within each market. We will be launching Star in many markets on February 23rd, 2021. We'll also be raising the price of Disney Plus to reflect the value of all of this remarkable content. For example, in continental Europe, we'll be raising the price by two euros to 8.99 with a similar adjustment in other markets. And then we'll use this approach as we launch Disney Plus with Star already included in additional markets, including Japan and South Korea later in 2021. 
Now, to give us a first look at the Disney Plus service with Star integrated, please welcome our head of product for Disney Plus, Gerald Jimerson. It's great to be with all of you this afternoon. Rebecca's given me a wonderful setup to walk everyone through the Star experience on a connected TV. So what is Star on Disney Plus? Star will bring a wide range of new content for families, older teens, and adults to Disney Plus. Now, when subscribers first encounter the new collection, they'll be greeted with an animation that highlights the new Star tile, as well as the new movies and shows available. Since we'll be adding entertainment with more mature ratings, it's important that we take the time to set expectations with our subscribers and make sure the titles they see are appropriate, even for the youngest members of the family. We work hard to make sure our parental controls are second to none. To that end, we'll ask subscribers to opt in for full access to the expanded catalog. We've created a simple process for them to change their settings in order to view titles with higher ratings. When a subscriber chooses to access the full star catalog, we'll ask them for their password to confirm that they're the account owner. And we make it crystal clear that by clicking confirm, they're opting in to view content rated 18 and above. And with their settings updated, subscribers arrive back at the Disney Plus home screen, where all new content now joins the core family-friendly content of Disney Plus. Joining the other amazing brands that make up Disney Plus is the new star tile. Like our other five brands, you'll find a dedicated star landing screen to browse our general entertainment movies and series. Under the star brand, you'll see newer movies like Kingsman, alongside classics like Die Hard and Alien, plus great series like Atlanta, Modern Family, Homeland, and The Americans. Returning to home, let's also check out the Marvel brand landing screen. We're now able to include even more movies like Logan and series like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And for those with young children, our best-in-class parental controls ensure your family only sees the titles you want them to. With the addition of Star, we're making a service that tens of millions of subscribers already love even more compelling for older teens and adults all while taking great care to ensure Disney Plus remains a secure, family-friendly place for all our fans. I'll turn it back to Rebecca to dive into the Star Plus strategy, and I'll be back in a few to walk you through a first look. Thanks, Cheryl. Now let's shift to our strategy for Latin America, where we are taking a slightly different approach. Unlike Star, which will be embedded in the Disney Plus app, our general entertainment content in Latin America will be in a standalone app. Given the strength of our sports portfolio in this region, we will launch a direct-to-consumer offering called Star Plus, which will include general entertainment TV series and movies from our studios, and a stunning array of live sports from ESPN, including an all-star portfolio of soccer leagues, Grand Slam tennis, and much more. Star Plus will also have an incredible collection of local originals and will launch in June of 2021 as a standalone service, but it will also be available as part of an attractively priced bundle with Disney Plus. And now back to Gerald to give you an exclusive first look at the new Star Plus streaming service for Latin America. 
Now that Rebecca has set up the strategy behind Star Plus, I get to give you a first look at the experience. Star Plus is a standalone app and will have a world-class mix of great general entertainment movies and series from our studios. In addition, Star Plus will also include sports. From ESPN, a well-respected and recognized brand across Latin America. The first thing you'll notice is a more interactive home screen where we're showcasing some of the most exciting new content front and center. We've made it easy to find what you love with an updated approach to continue watching. Now, in addition to series like Modern Family and movies like Underwater, you'll also find live event programming like the US Open on ESPN. Continue watching is even smart enough to know when a live event is over and we'll remove it from view unless an on-demand replay is available. As you scroll down the screen, you'll find blockbuster movies like Deadpool 2 and The Devil Wears Prada. And with new shows and movies from our studios continuously being added to the service, the new to Star Plus row will help subscribers keep up with the always growing collection. Now, moving down the screen, you'll find a row for live sports from ESPN. From this row, you'll be able to see at a glance who's playing, what the score is, and how much time is left in a way that's much more engaging than a traditional EPG. We've also added the ability to quickly jump to a dedicated ESPN sports landing screen. This screen can do much more than your traditional channel guide. It's a window into an incredible variety of sports, and it's all included with your Star Plus subscription. It will carry not only the ESPN channels loved across Latin America, but also a wide range of exclusive live events, all organized so fans can quickly see what's on and find exactly what they're looking for. Helpful features like Live Now, Upcoming, and smart content filters make it easy to zero in on specific sports and leagues from ESPN. Our teams are still diligently working to create the best possible consumer experience, but I hope you enjoyed the sneak peek of Star Plus. We're confident Star Plus and Star will become household names for the best in streaming general entertainment content outside of the US. And now, bringing it back to our domestic general entertainment strategy, I'd like to welcome Kelly Campbell, president of Hulu. Thanks, Gerald. The year was 2008, and Hulu launched as a disruptor, an innovator, and as part of the movement that ushered in a new era of television. Fast forward to today, and Hulu has helped make streaming TV a centerpiece of entertainment for consumers and paved the way for ad-supported streaming. Today, Hulu is in its strongest position ever with a rare combination of continued rapid growth and a clear path toward profitability. In just three years, Hulu has more than doubled its number of paying subscribers and become the largest digital MVPD service in the US. We've achieved this remarkable growth by providing consumers with the best of TV, film, news, and sports, live or on demand, all in one cohesive experience. It's that unprecedented level of choice and flexibility that differentiates Hulu. Subscribers can choose from the ad-supported SVOD package, SVOD with no ads, or Hulu Plus Live TV, with the option to add premium networks to any of these plans. 
And we do this in a way that uniquely allows consumers to seamlessly move between products, depending on their changing habits. One key component of that consumer experience is Hulu plus live TV. It combines popular live channels across sports, news, and entertainment, along with the full Hulu on-demand library of more than 70,000 TV episodes and films, making Hulu the most complete solution for the new generation of streamers. At the end of the fiscal year, Hulu plus live TV surpassed 4 million paying subscribers, making it the number one digital MVPD service in the U.S. and the fifth largest U.S. pay TV provider overall. Our live TV business offers an incredible value proposition for consumers, as well as positive economics for Hulu. In addition to our new $65 monthly subscriber fee, Hulu Plus Live TV also now generates an average of about $10 per subscriber in ad revenue per month, and therefore drives positive contribution margin. On the YesPod side, Hulu has built a go-to content offering for people who love TV. It uniquely combines award-winning Hulu original series and films with next-day episodes of today's biggest hits, popular feature films, and a massive library of fan-favorite series, from Scrubs to Scandal and ER to Empire. Hulu has TV fans covered. So what does the future look like? we see a tremendous opportunity to create even more innovative, differentiated content experiences around the world-class episodic and feature-length programming being made by the Disney Studios and FX. You'll hear more from Dana Walden and John Landgraf later. But I want to take a moment to call out three content initiatives that exemplify what Hulu uniquely can bring to subscribers. Earlier this year, we launched FX on Hulu which brings together more than 40 acclaimed and award-winning FX series, including exclusive originals. This delivers a new, younger audience to FX content and provides an exclusive, premium experience for our viewers. Since launching in March, the overall average reach of FX series has increased by nearly 50% on top of their linear audience. The comedy Dave, in particular, was a smash hit on Hulu more than doubling the reach of the show's linear broadcast. We've also partnered with ABC News to bring important live news, including coverage of the recent election, to Hulu's millions of on-demand subscribers, something that no other SBOD service in the U.S. offers. During this election season, nearly 4 million of Hulu's SBOD subscribers engaged with election coverage through ABC News Live. And I'm happy to report that we plan to expand our partnership with ABC News to include new original content that will live exclusively on Hulu. The third initiative I'd like to highlight on the content side is Hulu's momentum in the original film space. We've had great success this year with Hulu original films, including the Andy Samberg comedy Palm Springs, indie film hit Bad Hair, and our recent thriller, Run, starring Emmy winner Sarah Paulson. Going forward, Hulu will launch exclusive original films produced by 20th Century Studios and Searchlight. We'll have more news on this front in the coming months. Now, on the product side, I'm excited to announce that ESPN Plus and its incredible sports programming 
will become available for viewing directly within the Hulu interface early next year. This means that Hulu subscribers will be able to sign up for and access ESPN Plus content right in their Hulu experience without ever having to leave the Hulu app. No presentation about Hulu would be complete without a look at our superpower, advertising. For years, Hulu has driven the growth of advertising and streaming TV and is now, with the power of Disney ad sales behind us, the undisputed leader in ad-supported streaming TV. In fact, Hulu now has over 92 million ad-supported viewers, double where we were just two years ago. Hulu's increasing scale in ad-supported video is driven by a number of key advantages. We have over a dozen years of experience in this space. Our focus on automation tools for advertisers, both big and small, has resulted in a rapidly growing programmatic channel that's setting daily records for new customers and for revenue. And with our new Hulu Ad Manager platform, Disney is the first to make premium streaming TV advertising inventory directly available to the more than 28 million small and medium-sized businesses in the U.S. All of this, our incredible content, seamless product experience, and viewer-first advertising translates into tremendous financial upside. And thanks to the company's strength in advertising, the underlying economics of Hulu's ad-supported product even at the consumer-friendly $5.99 price point, are generally on par of that with the no-ads product. We're really proud of what we've built at Hulu and of where Hulu is today. And with an infusion of even more content from our creative partners at Disney Television Studios, FX, ABC News, 20th Century Studios, and Searchlight, we're incredibly optimistic about our future. Now, Let's turn it over to Michael Paul, who will share an ESPN Plus business update. Thanks, Kelly. Hulu's future really looks exciting. ESPN Plus quickly became the number one sports direct-to-consumer service with its unique and differentiated set of live events, original programming, and editorial content. Our business strategy includes diversified revenue streams across subscription, advertising, and pay-per-view. We are really proud of the progress we've made to date. Our offering is clearly resonating with sports fans, with subscribers nearly tripling in the past year, and we have already passed the midpoint of the 2024 subscriber guidance that we gave at last year's Investor Day. Despite an unprecedented year of disruptions, ESPN Plus has delivered over 10,000 live sporting events including all of our top 10 most viewed events ever, with nine of those coming since May. We remain the destination for UFC fans with millions of pay-per-view buys over the past year and reached as many as a million readers per month of ESPN Plus premium editorial content. And as Kelly mentioned, making ESPN Plus available for viewing and purchase directly within Hulu will only increase our ability to reach new fans and attract new ones. None of the success we've seen would be possible without the strength of the ESPN brand and our best-in-class sports content strategy. To dive a little deeper into those topics, I'll now hand it over to Jimmy Pitaro, Chairman, ESPN and Sports Content. Thanks, Michael. 
Sports are arguably the most powerful and compelling live content available and are only growing in their importance. In fact, last year, 92 of the top 100 most watched telecasts were sports. That's up from 56 in 2009. And at the Walt Disney Company, we offer an unparalleled array of live sports across our platforms. The ESPN, ABC, ESPN Digital, and ESPN Plus combination is a unique reach machine. A machine that allows us to bring sports fans best-in-class production and storytelling wherever they are. Across our portfolio, ESPN reaches more than 200 million U.S. sports fans in a given month. That's on par with the total reach of both Google and Facebook. In 2019, and for the 10th consecutive year, our flagship linear network was the number one full-time cable network among the coveted adult 18 to 49 demographic. In digital, ESPN is the number one sports brand and by a wide margin in both reach and total time spent. Sports betting also continues to be an important area of growth for us. Our all-new ESPN studio in Las Vegas debuted in August, and in September, we announced market-leading partnerships with both Caesars and DraftKings. We'll continue to lean into sports betting as it represents a key opportunity to better serve our most passionate fans and appeal to a younger audience. Overall, our priority is to make content available across all platforms, and that includes a strong focus on a direct-to-consumer future. Our underlying goal is to acquire, create, and distribute the best sports content, and to do so in a way that serves fans, maximizes consumption, and best positions our business to continue to be the leader in an evolving sports media environment. We continue to expand our number one portfolio of marquee multi-platform rights. And I'm excited to announce today that we've reached an agreement with the Southeastern Conference to expand our partnership and add college football's most watched TV package beginning with the 2024 season. As a part of this deal, ABC will become the new home for the SEC's marquee Saturday afternoon football games beginning in 2024, as well as select Saturday primetime games and the annual SEC football championship game. In addition, select SEC football games will be made available on ESPN Plus beginning with next football season and extending throughout the term. That means that ESPN Plus will feature games from the conference that has won 10 of the last 14 national championships beginning in 2021. With this long-term agreement, ESPN, ABC, SEC Network, and ESPN Plus will all together be the exclusive home of the SEC across all sports. In terms of ESPN Plus, our content strategy mirrors the overall ESPN content strategy. Offer the best live rights, the best surround programming across studio, audio, and written editorial, and the best original sports content. Last year, our subscribers watched over 5 billion minutes of live sports content. Soccer, UFC, top-ranked boxing, and college sports are cornerstones of the product. However, ESPN Plus also offers a host of other marquee content, like MLB, NHL, MLS, and as you saw in November, the Masters. And this is just the beginning. Like the SEC, we've strategically and opportunistically pursued new multi-platform rights for ESPN Plus, 
with Bundesliga, one of the latest on a long list. We're especially excited about our upcoming launch of the PGA Tour on ESPN+, where we've secured exclusive rights to PGA Tour Live and will offer four live feeds covering up to eight groups per tournament. ESPN Plus also offers some of the biggest sports personalities and stories to keep sports fans engaged year-round. Today, I'm excited to announce that we'll be launching a new daily morning highlights program exclusively on ESPN Plus, which will recap the previous night's action through the lens of opinion, debate, and social media. This new series will go deep on news, highlights, and trending topics each day with exclusive talent and insightful guests joining every show. Additionally, I'm thrilled to announce that early next year, we'll be launching a new studio show that will be exclusive to ESPN Plus, featuring Stephen A. Smith. We're excited to bring another personality of his caliber to the platform and look forward to further expanding his reach across our different consumer touchpoints. In terms of originals on ESPN Plus, we can't wait for the upcoming Man in the Arena a nine-part series built around Tom Brady's never-before-seen first-hand account of the unique journey to each of his nine Super Bowls. And ESPN Plus will remain the exclusive home of the critically acclaimed 30 for 30 franchise, NFL primetime, detail, and, of course, Peyton's Places. I'm very excited to let you know today that we're bringing back Peyton's Places for a third season and also expanding the Emmy-nominated series. But enough from me. Peyton... Why don't you give them a little flavor of what's to come? Hey, folks, Peyton Manning here. We're smack in the middle of the second season of Peyton's Places. And if I told you that I'm just tickled pink about how the show has expanded into colorful and compelling new horizons across the glorious football landscape, you'd say that someone in sales definitely wrote that for me. And you'd be right. But hey, it's the truth. I really do have the greatest job on the planet because in season two, I get to hang out with the likes of John Elway, Terrell Owens, Ronnie Lott, Marshawn Lynch, President Bill Clinton, and even my old pal, David Letterman. Anyway, the best is yet to come as some of the most engaging storytellers from other sports get their very own versions of Peyton's Places, including Abby Wambach, Ronda Rousey, and David Ortiz. Big Poppy's Places does have a nice ring to it. And if that wasn't enough to get you jacked up, My little brother Eli will also be doing a college football show. So get yourself the whole Disney bundle and join me on ESPN+. Plus. It's on Jimmy. I don't know about that one, Peyton, but thank you very much. We're really looking forward to the expansion of this fantastic series. As you can tell, it's an exciting time to be working on sports at the Walt Disney Company. And as we move forward, we'll continue to build the platform flexibility we need in order to deliver against our mission to serve sports fans anytime, anywhere. We'll continue to listen and respond to our fans, and as they increasingly turn to -to direct-to-consumer platforms, we'll evolve the ESPN offering to meet their needs. Our unique ability to reach fans with compelling sports programming across linear, digital, and direct-to-consumer platforms will further augment our market leadership in the sports space, and we couldn't be more excited about our future. Lowell, back to you. Thanks, Jimmy. We will now take a 10-minute break to give you an opportunity to stretch your legs and grab a snack. And when we resume, we'll be joined by Bob Iger, Disney's executive chairman and chairman of the board. As executive chairman, Bob directs the company's creative endeavors, and he will introduce the amazing content lineup 
we are developing for our direct-to-consumer services. So thanks, and we'll see you all in 10 minutes. When I became CEO 15 years ago, I envisioned a world where distribution, powered by transformative technology, would expand dramatically, almost to the point of becoming a commodity. If we could harness that technology and couple it with our extraordinary content, we would be well positioned to not only withstand disruption, but to thrive in a new, increasingly dynamic environment. That thinking led to the acquisitions of Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and 21st Century Fox, each bringing with them a breathtaking array of branded content and the ability to create even more of it. Fast forward, and in just a year, we've established ourselves as one of the true leaders in the direct-to-consumer space. And what you'll see today reflects an increased commitment to focus the resources and immense creativity across our company on delivering an extraordinary direct-to-consumer experience, unlike anything else that's in the market. You're about to hear from our amazing executives and get a preview of what they've been hard at work creating for Hulu, Star, and Disney+. We love what we are seeing, and we're confident audiences around the world will too. When I stepped down as CEO nine months ago, my priority became the supervision of our content creation across all segments and territories, with a focus on leveraging our brands and expanding on what we've already achieved. The single most effective way to grow our subscriber base is with great content. And as we increase our output, the emphasis will always be on quality, not volume. Quality holds its value, and that has been our mantra for as long as we've been telling stories. In fact, one thing you'll notice immediately is the high quality of our storytelling, and it is evident across all of our distribution platforms. Production values and talent for our streaming content, both in front of and behind the camera, are on par with our theatrical releases. Truly, the only difference between these and our feature films is length. You'll also see that we are redoubling our efforts to create rich, diverse content that best represents the world we live in and the consumers that we're making that content for. It's very important to us that when people watch our shows and movies, they see themselves and their experiences reflected in our stories. And by further expanding our storytelling to include a multitude of perspectives, we believe we will forge an even stronger connection with our consumers. We've got an incredible slate of new content to show you today. It's going to take us a while to get through all of it, but we promise you it will be worth sticking around for. And since all of you are watching this from home, it's not like you have anywhere else to go. Dana Walden will kick things off, but first, here's a great sizzle of what's in store for our general entertainment platforms. Enjoy. Hello. What you just saw in that reel and all around me are some of the biggest hits in the TV industry. And here's what they have in common. They've all been developed and produced by content creators inside the Walt Disney Company. These are high-quality, award-winning, creatively adventurous shows. They've won audiences and acclaim at home and around the world. Our teams have produced the top-ranked show for every broadcast network 
and many cable channels. And now we're laser focused on creating great content for Disney's streaming platforms. Our content strategy, highly curated programming. We're making hard choices about which shows we produce, landing on content that feels special and is both highly entertaining and part of the cultural conversation. Shows like Little Fires Everywhere. This was the addictive hit starring Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington. It was huge on Hulu, proving the value of juicy, can't-turn-it-off content. Next year, we have new series coming from many of our studio's longtime partners, including the creators of This Is Us, New Girl, and Empire. So how do we know these are the right creators? Because the shows I just mentioned have all been hits here and around the world. And this is what they have coming up. Only Murders in the Building reunites two comedy legends. They'll be joined by one of the most popular stars on the planet, someone who has over 370 million followers. These next two series are ripped from the headlines, the type of stories our audience loves. The Dropout is the unbelievable story of Elizabeth Holmes. She's the Silicon Valley con artist who captivated the world. This show started with a gripping investigation and podcast produced by our very own ABC News. Dope Sick is a deeply emotional drama series. It's about heroes who are battling the worst drug crisis in history. It's an important story, and we've assembled an all-star team to tell it. So three distinctive series from three great creators, all featuring major stars and all available on Hulu and Star. And in addition to shows we own, Hulu will also continue to pick series from outside studios, especially shows from exceptional creators like David E. Kelly. He's one of my favorite writers, and I'm proud to have worked with him for the past 28 years. From Ally McBeal to Big Little Lies, his shows are huge everywhere. And the next one is for Hulu. Nine Perfect Strangers is a thriller that attracted two of the biggest stars working today. And while we're hard at work on new series, Hulu also has returning hits. Like Golden Globe winner Rami, Emmy-nominated The Great, and Emmy, Golden Globe, and Peabody Award winner The Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale is a cultural phenomenon. It's a juggernaut. There are many critically acclaimed shows out there, but none have pierced the culture like this one. Wake up, America. We're just getting started. She is out there planning who knows what kind of atrocities to visit upon our righteous nation. What happens in the next few weeks will determine the future of this country. Change never comes easy. This war isn't going to win itself. Blessed be the squad. It's not safe where we're going. It's not safe anywhere. You can't save her. Some women don't want to be saved. We're the ones we've been waiting for. Hey, 
Handmaids is the biggest hit in the history of Hulu, and we are committed to its future. As a matter of fact, I'm happy to announce today that we're ordering season five. Now I want to talk about adult animation for just a moment. Look at the shows we've produced over the past three decades. We have the largest library anywhere, and we're making more than 1,500 episodes available for Hulu and Star. And finally, I want to talk about reality shows because the Hulu audience loves them. But remember our strategy for originals. It's not about volume. It's about picking the right ideas and the perfect partners. Noisy, breakout stars who create conversation. Well, no one does it better than this group. We're thrilled to bring these global stars to a global audience. What I've shared today is just some of what's in store. Our biggest hit makers are creating great shows that we will make available to Hulu and Star. They'll join an incredible lineup from our vast library. It's truly game changing. And speaking of game changers, I'm happy to introduce the longtime leader of the most prestigious brand in our industry. Here's my great colleague, John Landgraf, to talk about FX. Thanks very much, Dana. I have been honored to be your colleague over these many years, and I'm so happy we get to continue our wonderful partnership at our new home. 25 years ago, FX began as a location rather than a mark of any particular distinction or quality. Specifically, FX was just the name of a linear channel in a cable program guide. Still, one thing we all know from the great legacy of Disney is that if you work hard enough, you can sometimes take a once ordinary location, just a vacant plot of land, and invest enough passion and creativity in it to make it an extraordinary destination and brand. Over the past 20 years, by working with great creative talent to bring exceptionally compelling original stories and characters to our audience, FX has made the name of our little channel, one of the more than 500 just like it, into something truly special. So, how did we get here? We focus relentlessly on giving our audience some of the very best television anywhere, and they responded by turning FX into more than just the name of a cable channel. FX became a real brand, a mark of quality, wherever it might be located, by earning love show after show and year after year from the fans of our distinct and reliably excellent original programming. This is because FX shows consistently score incredibly high marks with audiences. For the past 18 years, since the launch of our first premium original series, the award-winning and history-making drama, The Shield, the FX batting average in user ratings at the Internet Movie Database on a scale of 1 to 10 is among the best in U.S. television at every elite level. 7 out of 10 stars and above, 7.5 and, and above, 8 and above, and 8.5 and, and above. These are batting average for quality for our scripted television programs premiering in the U.S. for almost two decades. For example, a remarkable 78% of all FX shows are rated 7.5 out of 10 or above by IMDb users. And we fare even better on Rotten Tomatoes. There, 74% of our shows post an audience score of 80% or better. In fact, for every original FX series ever made, the overall average score with Rotten Tomatoes audiences stands at an incredible 86%. However, despite FX's two decades of creating excellent shows, much of that success achieved side-by-side -side with my longtime creative colleague and partner, Dana Walden, linear channels are just not the optimal location for a couple of thousand great episodes of television. 
And that fact caused many FX original series to be licensed and scattered across numerous other platforms, sometimes resulting in confusion as to which brand was actually responsible for fostering these beloved shows. But along came Disney, which acquired both FX and a majority stake in Hulu, and then enhanced the growth of FX as a brand by creating an FX-branded presence on Hulu, which has now become the singular U.S. streaming location at which the past, present, and future of FX's great shows could be gathered. On Hulu, FX has been able to reclaim 18 years of great work and to finally distill our brand's entire legacy in a permanent streaming home as the foundation of quality that it is. This alone has been thrilling, but it has also allowed us to do so much more. Since March, we have made all of our great FX linear originals available to Hulu subscribers the day after they premiere on our channels. To put the extraordinary impact of this opportunity in perspective, the average audience of FX scripted series launched on Hulu has increased 120% over their audience on our channels and VOD sites alone. 120%. And with the expansion of distribution that Hulu provides, every single one of FX's returning series has posted year-over-year -year viewership increases. So the addition of the FX brand has significantly expanded the audience reach for FX and added to the outstanding results Hulu has already been achieving with their own excellent original programming. But the best is still to come. Because of production delays due to COVID-19, the full benefit of FX's hit current programming has yet to be realized. However, most of our shows are back up and running, and we expect to begin rolling out shows again early next year. New seasons of FX Linear series coming soon to Hulu subscribers include Atlanta, American Horror Story, Dave, What We Do in the Shadows, Mayans, Better Things, Snowfall, and Archer. And I'm delighted to announce today four more seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which will take Sunny to season 18, four seasons longer than the prior record holder for longest running live action sitcom in television history, Ozzie and Harriet. Even more importantly, the FX brand is now expanding its offering of original programs by making exclusive branded FX original series for Hulu. We will also make those shows available globally to star. FX had outstanding success last year with our first three FX exclusives on Hulu, Mrs. America, devs, and a teacher. And even with COVID-19 slowing us down, our FX on Hulu exclusive slate expands next year to include The Old Man starring Jeff Bridges, American Horror Stories, a new anthology series by Ryan Murphy, spun off from our biggest, longest-running FX original drama hit, Platform, an innovative scripted anthology about the craziest aspects of pop culture from B.J. Novak, an actor and award-winning writer of The Office, Reservation Dogs, a new half-hour series co-created by Academy Award winner Taika Waititi and Sterling Harjo, a Native American who also directed the pilot episode. And Why the Last Man, a new drama series based on the acclaimed and beloved graphic novels starring Diane Lane. You can see how well Disney's strategy to brand FX content is already working and how bright the future is for both the FX brand and for the contributions it will make to both Hulu in the US and Star internationally. The FX brand will quickly be able to double our output, making and marketing about 30 original programs each year. While I know that doesn't sound like a huge number in the era of peak TV, I assure you that these 30 shows will punch vastly above their numerical weight, just as FX originals always have, because we will strive, as always, to ensure that every single one of them will be excellent. 
a truly great aspect of the streaming era as Disney quickly and overwhelmingly demonstrated with Disney Plus, and as FX has now been able to replicate with the success of FX originals streamed on Hulu, is that today's new programming is tomorrow's perpetual library. Because of this, FX and all of Disney's many brands can create incredible long-term value for fans and shareholders because we know that streaming subscribers will now be able to easily and conveniently find, treasure, and share their favorite series and characters. Disney has always understood that quality is the surest path to value, which is why for almost a century, it has devoted itself more than any other entertainment company to consistently creating truly great and memorable stories. FX belongs at Disney because we fervently share this belief and the marrow of our brand is built on it. Finally, I'll conclude today's presentation with a few examples of some new and unique branded FX original series that are currently in the pipeline. We are moving quickly to bring audiences the first television series based on one of the greatest science fiction horror classics ever made, Alien. FX's Alien will be helmed by Fargo and Legion's Noah Hawley, stepping into the creator, executive producer chair, working alongside Sir Ridley Scott. Set not too far into our future, it's the first Alien story set on Earth. And by blending both the timeless horror of the first Alien film with the nonstop action of the second, it's going to be a scary thrill ride that will blow people back in their seats. And finally, we'll be embarking on one of the most sweeping, sophisticated, and adult series FX has ever created, a retelling of James Clavell's beloved epic saga, Shogun. Set within the riveting and real Game of Thrones that was feudal Japan, it is adapted by Justin Marks and Rachel Kondo. Tim Van Patten, the highly decorated award-winning producer of The Sopranos and Boardwalk Empire, and the director of the pilot and early episodes of Game of Thrones, has signed on to bring this giant and visceral canvas to life. So those are just some of the many exciting projects we have in our slate, along with a number of others in early development that we will be announcing in the coming months. All of us at FX are truly honored to be a part of the Walt Disney Company, where we will continue our mission to deliver outstanding adult programs that engender passion from our viewers and to grow the FX brand's value as a beacon of quality within TV's streaming future. That's it for me today. Thanks for your time. And now back to Rebecca Campbell. Thank you, John. We believe that Hulu, Star, Star Plus, and Disney Plus Hotstar are perfectly suited to host the general entertainment content we create from our world-class production engines. Our Hulu joint venture will continue to license all original scripted streaming content and most off-network content created by Disney Television Studios and FX. Star, Star Plus, and Disney Plus Hotstar will be the exclusive home of our original content and much of the off-network content outside of the United States. Also, each of these services will be enhanced by the addition of local programming. So looking ahead, our plan is to grow with premium content for everyone, engaging our existing subscribers and helping us to attract new ones. And now, we're going to switch gears. It's time to hear from our brilliant content creators for Disney+. Starting with Lucasfilm, please welcome Kathleen Kennedy. 
Thank you, Rebecca. It's remarkable to be back here with you again for another Investor Day and reflect on all that's happened since we last gathered in April of 2019. Our world and our entire industry has been thrown numerous challenges that none of us could have foreseen. As we grapple with one of the most difficult periods in modern history, it's clear that we need great storytelling and the joy of entertainment more than ever before. Last year, we were looking ahead to the launch of Disney Plus with our very first live action series, The Mandalorian. Star Wars was moving into new territory in the streaming space on a brand new platform, creating an original series through groundbreaking technology and an entirely new approach to production and filmmaking. It was a big bet and a leap of faith. The Mandalorian debuted on Disney Plus in November of 2019, and the response has been overwhelming. We could not be more humbled by the reception to the show, the honor of seven Emmy Awards, and the enormous support our fans have shown us. With The Mandalorian on Disney Plus, we have ushered in an entirely new era for Star Wars, and there's more to come. We premiered season two on October 30th, and John Favreau and Dave Filoni continuing the journey of The Mandalorian and the Child. Audiences around the world have joined the adventure on Disney Plus, traveling to new planets with incredible action, larger than life creatures, delivering a complete cinematic experience. Let's take a look at season two. You're very special, kid. I agreed to take you back to your own kind, so that's what I need to do. And they're gonna take real good care of you. I've been quested with returning this child to the Jedi. What do you know of the Jedi? Nothing. I can lead you to one of their kind. But first, we need your help on our mission. Mission. Here, little one. Have you been taking good care of him? Has Mando been taking good care of you, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he said. What is that thing? I keep it around for luck. You're gonna need it where you're headed. So did the Empire, yet it still hunts him. Long live the Empire. Long live the Empire.
tracking you, Mandalorian. I'm here for the armor. If you want my armor, you'll have to peel it off my dead body. I don't want your armor. Today I'm excited to share with you that John and Dave are concurrently developing two new spin-off series exclusively for Disney Plus. One, The Rangers of the New Republic, and the other featuring fan favorite, Ahsoka Tano. Set within the timeline of The Mandalorian, these interconnected shows along with future stories will excite new audiences, embrace our most passionate fans, and will culminate in a climactic story event. The next chapter will debut on Disney Plus Christmas of 2021. I'm fortunate to be surrounded by incredible talent, both in front of and behind the camera, with a company full of people who care passionately about high quality storytelling. A few times in my career, I've had a chance to be part of game-changing technology, moments when a new way of filmmaking changed the way stories could be told forever. Working with John Favreau to create the world of The Mandalorian with our own Stagecraft technology has been one of those moments. Stagecraft is a new virtual production tool that utilizes the latest innovations in real-time graphics and massive LED screens that allows us to bring entire locations into a soundstage and photograph them live, telling stories in ways we could only dream of a few years ago. This new collaboration process brings the artists and the crews into a creative partnership with efficiencies that now marry pre-production, production, and post, all in sync to preserve the cinematic culture around a singular artistic vision. By eliminating unnecessary travel, a more controlled environment, and efficiencies with set design and special effects that allow for an in-camera visual experience. Actors are immersed in those environments rather than having to imagine what they're seeing or reacting to. And ironically, the efficiency of Stagecraft has allowed us to continue to work during this pandemic. On The Mandalorian Season 2, we expanded Stagecraft's capabilities further and built an even larger volume. Additionally, we are building three more volumes right now in Los Angeles, London, and Australia, advancing the Disney-owned technology and building the studio of the future. We have a vast and expansive timeline in the Star Wars mythology, spanning over 25,000 years of history in the galaxy, with each era being a rich resource for storytelling. Now with Disney Plus, we can explore limitless story possibilities like never before and fulfill the promise that there is truly a Star Wars story for everyone. One of the most exciting and ambitious new series we have coming to Disney Plus in 2022 is Andor, a tense, nail-biting spy thriller in the Star Wars universe created by Tony Gilroy. Tony's incredible success with the Born Identity films 
distinguishes him as one of today's best creators of the modern spy genre. We couldn't be more thrilled to have him at the helm of this new series for Star Wars. Diego Luna will be back in the role of rebel spy Cassian Andor from Rogue One, and he will be joined by a fantastic new cast that includes Stellan Skarsgård, Adria Arjona, Fiona Shaw, Denise Goff, Kyle Soller, and Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma. We just began production in London two weeks ago. Here's a special look at Andor. Everything I did, I did for the rebellion. Rogue One, in many ways, it's a film that connected new audiences with the, the oldest fans. It was a bittersweet feeling, you know, in the premiere, knowing that it was just one film. But then magic happens, right? As you can see, we're getting ready. We're building stages, we're rehearsing, we're training, we're trying costumes, we're doing everything to make sure we do the best show. I'm really excited having the chance to explore Cassian. It's really fun to go on a set that is emulating something you like so much. The enormity of this is like doing a big feature film. It's very cinematic. For me, that's where the excitement is. 12 episodes, 12 scripts, over 200 named cast members, over 6,000 crowd people, a lot of creatures that come in from the creature department. We treat this exactly like we would have, would have filmed. There is no difference in our approach. Every creature and droid that we've been building has the same care, level of attention to detail. It's the previous films. It's huge, it's thrilling, but also it's wonderfully challenging. There's tons of possibilities to explore. It is the building of a revolution. Last August, at the D23 Expo in Anaheim, we announced the return of Ewan McGregor in the iconic role of Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi for a special event series on Disney+. Obi-Wan Kenobi begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith, where he faced his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker turned evil Sith Lord, Darth Vader. Our fans will be thrilled that Hayden Christensen will be returning in the role of Darth Vader. This will be the rematch of the century. The series is directed by Deborah Chow, coming off the great work she did with us as a director on season one of The Mandalorian. Production will begin in March of next year. Here's an early look at Obi-Wan Kenobi. During our first year on Disney+, Plus, our animated series Star Wars The Clone Wars saw tremendous success with its epic seventh and final season. Building on the legacy of The Clone Wars, our new animated series The Bad Batch follows the specialist commandos of Clone Force 99 as they embark on new missions in a rapidly changing galaxy. This is The Bad Batch. 
They call themselves the Bad Batch. Quite an impressive display. <laughs> Star Wars Visions will be a series of animated short films celebrating the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best anime creators. This anthology collection will bring 10 fantastic visions from several of the leading Japanese anime studios, offering a fresh and diverse cultural perspective to Star Wars. Lando Calrissian is the galaxy's smoothest, most notorious scoundrel, and he'll return in a brand new event series for Disney+. Justin Simeon, creator of the critically acclaimed and hugely popular Dear White People, is developing the story with us now. A massive Star Wars fan himself, Justin has put together a reel to give you a sense of the style, tone, and irresistible swagger of our upcoming series, Lando. Take a look. Leslie Headland, Emmy-nominated creator of the mind-bending series, Russian Doll, is a boldly innovative filmmaker bringing her new Star Wars series to Disney+. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take us into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. As we continue to develop new stories, the intersection of animation and visual effects offers new opportunities for us to explore. Lucasfilm Animation will be teaming up with our unparalleled visual effects team, ILM, to develop a special Star Wars adventure for Disney Plus, a droid story. This epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by our most iconic duo, R2-D2 and C-3PO, on a special mission known only to them. What could possibly go wrong? Outside of the Star Wars galaxy, we're expanding Lucasfilm's presence on Disney Plus with another beloved mythological world created by George Lucas, Willow. This series will be set decades after Ron Howard's 1988 movie, continuing the spirit of adventure, heroics, and humor of the original film. We're delighted that Warwick Davis will be returning in the role of the great sorcerer, Willow Ufgood. We have a wonderful creative team at the helm. John Chu, director of the groundbreaking film Crazy Rich Asians, will be directing the pilot. 
Willow begins shooting next March in Wales and will debut on Disney Plus in 2022. Here's the team to share more. We also have some news to share on our theatrical slate. We're in pre-production on the next and final installment of Indiana Jones. At the helm, we have James Mangold, director of the Academy Award-winning film Ford vs. Ferrari. And of course, Indy himself, Harrison Ford, will be back to conclude this iconic character's journey. Indy will begin shooting late spring of 2021 and will be released in July of 2022. Our slate is expanding further with a story that will introduce a new hero and explore an original world that feels perfectly paired with Lucasfilm storytelling. We're proud to bring to the screen author Tomi Adeyemi's New York Times best-selling novel, Children of Blood and Bone. This story will center around a young African girl's heart-racing quest to restore magic to her forsaken people, the Magi. Tomi was recently included in the Time 100's list of most influential people of 2020. We're proud to be partnering with the 20th Century Studios on this coming-of-age adventure. Our Star Wars theatrical slate is pushing forward into a new future era. As we announced recently, we're currently developing a brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker Academy Award winner Taika Waititi. Taika's approach to Star Wars will be fresh, unexpected, and unique. His enormous talent and sense of humor will ensure that audiences are in for an unforgettable ride. He's currently hard at work writing this next adventure. And to close today, I couldn't be more excited that our next Star Wars feature film will be directed by Patty Jenkins. Patty, director of the Wonder Woman franchise, will bring her inspired vision to Rogue Squadron. This story will introduce a new generation of starfighter pilots as they earn their wings and risk their lives in a boundary-pushing high-speed thrill ride. The legend of Rogue Squadron has been long beloved by Star Wars fans and will move us into a future era of the galaxy. Rogue Squadron will be released in theaters Christmas of 2023. As you can see, this is a new era for Star Wars and Lucasfilm, with expanded opportunities for continued innovation, high-quality storytelling, and cinematic experiences like never before. And now, I'm pleased to introduce Courtney Monroe, president of National Geographic Content. Thank you, Kathy. National Geographic has been entertaining global audiences with groundbreaking, visually spectacular storytelling for over 130 years. And now, more than 1,500 hours of National Geographic content is available on Disney+, including award-winning documentaries, landmark wildlife and natural history, and premium fact-based scripted drama. Today, I'm thrilled to announce an ambitious new slate of original shows exclusively for Disney Plus subscribers. Inspiring stories that celebrate real-world heroes and icons and that ignite curiosity, awe, and wonder. I can't think of a better example of those values than our award-winning National Geographic documentary films, including Free Solo and Jane, both of which are available now on Disney Plus. 
and I'm delighted to introduce you to one of our upcoming National Geographic documentary films, Profiling an Extraordinary Icon, Cousteau, a new documentary from Oscar-nominated and Emmy-winning director Liz Garbus. Mention Jacques Cousteau to someone my age and their eyes light up, recalling vivid memories of his thrilling underwater adventures. This film will not only delight those fans, but it will also introduce him to a whole new generation of aspiring explorers. Featuring never-before-seen archival footage, Cousteau will provide a deep dive into the fascinating life of the man who first showed us the beauty and wonder under the sea. While most National Geographic content is nonfiction, we have also developed Emmy-winning dramas about real-world heroes and icons. Icons like those profiled in our scripted anthology series, Genius, which beginning with the fourth season will be available exclusively to Disney Plus subscribers. From executive producers Ron Howard and Brian Grazer, Genius tells the fascinating and dramatic stories of the world's most brilliant innovators, exploring their extraordinary achievements and often complicated lives. In the next season of Genius, we will profile the remarkable life of Nobel Peace Prize winner and civil rights leader, Martin Luther King Jr., dramatizing his journey to becoming one of the most influential and inspirational leaders in history. National Geographic's iconic yellow border is synonymous with exploration. From planting our flag on Everest to trekking the forests of Tanzania with Jane Goodall, National Geographic has long inspired people to care about the planet. Continuing that legacy, we are announcing several new blue chip National Geographic Science and Natural History series exclusively for Disney Plus. First up, from National Geographic Explorer Large and award-winning filmmaker James Cameron and National Geographic Explorer and photographer Brian Scarry comes the stunning Secrets of the Whales, narrated by Sigourney Weaver. With breakthrough science and never-before-captured behavior, Secrets of the Whales showcases five different whale species in all their visual splendor, revealing the extraordinary culture of the world's most intelligent giants. Have a look. Their beauty absolutely takes my breath away. Moving on, who knew that beneath our feet exists a tiny magical world bursting with action, adventure, and even love? Using the very latest miniaturized camera technology, our new series, A Real Bug's Life, 
will transport viewers into this mesmerizing place where microscopic creatures play out the drama of life. From the savannas of Africa to the urban underworld of New York City, we'll discover a great big world buzzing with tiny little heroes. Then, America the Beautiful, the ultimate portrait of America's wildlife and wild places from sea to shining sea. This ambitious new series will celebrate America's most iconic landscapes, from the frozen north to the wild west to the deep south, and apply the most technologically ambitious Hollywood filmmaking to the world of natural history. For example, we recently obtained an exclusive first ever film permit for a fighter jet equipped with a gyro-stabilized 8K camera to fly close to the speed of sound across seven U.S. national parks that were closed to the public due to the pandemic. As you can see, the footage is incredible, and the opportunity to capture it in this way may never happen again. Next, I'm super excited to introduce you to two new documentary series from Oscar-nominated and visionary filmmaker Darren Aronofsky that feature two of the biggest movie stars on the planet. First, Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. New scientific research is shattering conventional wisdom about the human body, revealing how we can all unlock our own body superpowers to fight illness, perform better, and actually reverse the aging process. Count me in. In this series, the science is put to the test by Chris, who despite being in peak superhero condition, is on a personal mission to learn how to stay young, healthy, strong, and resilient. Limitless with Chris Hemsworth is one part science, one part action adventure. This is Limitless. What do you fear about getting old? Not being mobile, not being active. Do with my kids. It scares the hell out of me. The show is all about pushing my body to the absolute extreme to live a longer, healthier, happier life. Do you think I'm going to be able to hold them together? No. <laughs> we come out here just to see how battle ready your body is to combat aging. I'm equally excited as I am intimidated. <laughs> I, as a 36 year old healthy guy, even thinking about this. I would say this is exactly the time to think about it. This is a lot harder than anything you've done so far. There is a real risk you could die. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? This is all about longevity. Let's go, big man! So challenging physically and emotionally. Four days, no food. I'm not even remotely tempted by this delicious, crispy bacon and eggs. Oh, I want to continue to push myself in ways that I never thought were possible. Let's get on with it, shall we? Never doing that again. <laughs> featuring Will Smith as he guides viewers on an extraordinary journey around the globe. Welcome to Earth 
follows Will and his insatiable curiosity to some of the most extreme and exciting places on the planet. We're standing next to him as he drops inside the lip of an active volcano, dives 3,000 feet below the surface of the ocean, and repels deep into an Icelandic glacier. In each location, revealing the hidden forces that shape our planet. With breathtaking cinematography from Darren Aronofsky, Welcome to Earth explores the mind-blowing ways that our planet works. Here is Welcome to Earth. Once you explore something, you see everything differently. That's spectacular. I'm throwing myself into the unknown. Well, ready? Yes, sir. This is the coolest thing ever. without question living in an extraordinary time. And yet, National Geographic reminds us that the world is still an amazing and miraculous place filled with spectacular beauty and wonder, which we are thrilled to share with the Disney Plus audience. And with that, it is my pleasure to welcome back my colleague, Dana Walden. Hello again. I'm so happy to be back talking about Disney+. Plus. All of us have loved developing for it, but only one of us has actually been living on it. So I've traveled all the way to Springfield, still don't know what state I'm in, to talk to a member of our studio family for 30 years, Mr. Homer Simpson. So, Homer, what have you learned about Disney Plus this year? Oh, wait, I didn't know there'd be a test. <coughs> Well, I've learned how to find plus on my keyboard, and I've learned that armed bounty hunters make excellent nannies. And if you don't mind some creative criticism, live-action Aladdin is a total rip-off of this cartoon I saw called Disney's Aladdin. Frozen is not about my credit cards. I would kill for Fat Thor's body. Snow White finally exposes the dangers of eating apples, and in conclusion, Pixar is run by a jumping lamp. Now I'm going to throw it back to Dana, who's going to tell you about all the great new projects that are going to be developed by the powerful television studios for Disney+. Plus. Allow me one personal note. I was promised beer, and if I don't get it soon, I'm taking this guy with me. I want to thank Homer and his family for helping to make Disney Plus such a success. The Simpsons is one of the top titles on the platform in every country where it's launched so far. Now here's our development of Disney Plus Originals, 
We have an expansive slate of family entertainment, from comedies to epic dramas. Shows that speak to a global audience executed by great creators, people who know how to produce big hits. You'll see that a number are based on iconic IP from the Disney library. These are titles that are beloved. They're trusted by families, passed down through generations. It's a creator's dream to have access to them and gives us a real competitive edge. And I'll start with this one. The Mighty Ducks is the iconic movie that led to sequels, an animated series, and a Stanley Cup winning hockey team. The next installment, The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. We'll pick the story back up with a familiar face, lots of heart and humor, and kids who can really skate. Not all of them. Are we ducks or what? When you tell somebody you're working on the Mighty Ducks reboot, it needs no further introduction. We're gonna make a lot of people really happy. The Ducks are a powerhouse organization with a record 10 state championships. A little different than the Ducks of the 90s. Sunscreen, sunscreen. You know we play indoors, right? Scrimmage, now let's go. I gotta cut you. If you can't be great at hockey, it's like, don't bother. Shouldn't kids be able to play sports for fun? Stephanie, you brought two private trainers to your kids' hockey practice. I'm a pediatric sports psychologist. <sighs> okay. Let's start our own team. I want you to think about all the other kids who've been told that they're too small or too slow. Wouldn't even be any good. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. I have 24 hours to find a coach. You lost? If you're looking at red skates, that's up front. My mom doesn't seem to care for any good or not. I don't think the other kids care either. Yeah, you know who else doesn't care? This guy. Wait, which guy? This guy? You gotta be more specific. How are, how are you not getting this? You gotta make this happen for yourself. Let's do this. Why do you care so much? Because you care. It's not over yet. Turner and Hooch is a charming buddy comedy. It stars Josh Peck in the role made famous by Tom Hanks. You may not know Josh, but I bet your kids do. His partner here is a sweet but slobbery mastiff. Big Shot is an original concept from David E. Kelly. It's a celebration of girl power set in the world of high school basketball. No one creates authentic relationships quite like David, and few TV stars are as recognizable as this one. I found something. It's not college. You need a second chance. This is the only one I could get. It's high school. Tim, I can't coach a bunch of rich private school boys in California. Girls. It's a girls' school. Coach Marvin Korn is going from the NCAA to some fancy girls' high school? Personally, I think it's all a big mistake, but I'm prepared to make the best of it. Do not screw this up. Holly Barrett, assistant coach. Marvin Korn, any advice? Some of them can be a bit much. I'm sorry, are you chewing gum? This is Westbrook. We won't respond to my way or the highway. I'm going to teach you my system of basketball from the ground up. Smaller steps were faster. I'm off. I figured it'd be rough, but this is next level. If we all just quit, they fire him. I think he wants to be a good person. 
When they said you were coming, that meant something. I was excited. All I care about is basketball. It's about making my father proud. After watching you play, I truly believe that we could do something special. We're just getting started. I want to be a <laughs> girl. You're connecting with these girls. No, stop it. I want to be like... I just wanted to say thank you for caring. I do this not because it is easy, but because it is hard. If you try your very best, then you have the potential to be great. Let's go win a basketball game. Big, fun, character-based series like these are one segment of our content strategy. The other dramas that are ambitious in scale that will be brought to life by A-list talent. I'll start with three projects in development. Beauty and the Beast expands the universe of the blockbuster film, more than a billion dollars in worldwide box office. LeFou and Gaston return, played by their original stars, Luke Evans and Josh Gatt, with all new music composed by Oscar, Grammy, Emmy, and Tony winner Alan Menken. Swiss Family Robinson reimagines the classic story. This is a collaboration between Ron Moore, the creator of Global Smash's Battlestar Galactica and Outlander, and John Chu, the director of Crazy Rich Asians. As you just heard, he's also directing Willow. Percy Jackson and the Olympians is one of the most popular books in the world. It sold more than 70 million copies in 35 countries. News of its development at Disney Plus was the number one trending conversation in the world. It drove more than a million tweets in the first 24 hours. And the final project I want to share is based on the international best-selling book series, The Mysterious Benedict Society. Time Magazine called it one of the best young adult books of all time. There is a place where truth matters, even if most people don't pay attention to it. Our organization is always searching for those who appreciate the truth. If any child is caught cheating, they will be executed. (gasps) Excused. Will be excused. And our criteria for approval may be considered mysterious. Mr. Benedict. We have our team. Hello? I'm the aforementioned Mr. Benedict. You all possess a quality that is lacking in our society. Reigning your intuitive understanding of human nature. Sticking your reservoir of knowledge. Constance. Your defiance of conventional thought patterns. Hey, you're uncanny feel for how things go together. What is it that you all have in common? I see fear and bad fashion. You're very unpleasant. Okay. You're the only ones capable of seeing the truth, and together you are immensely powerful. We're asking you to go on a mission that can only be accomplished by children. There is a sinister force brainwashing us. And yes, he is my twin brother. (laughs) So, you need a bunch of smart orphans to do a deadly mission. I get it. Ideally not deadly. And this is just the beginning. We have a deep bench of talent and the opportunity to access the incredible Disney library. We're looking forward to creating many more Disney Plus originals in the years ahead. 
And now, it's my pleasure to introduce Sean Bailey, president of Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures Production. Wonderful stuff from Dana and her team. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, there are so many incredible dimensions to this company, and my team and I have the honor of getting to focus on a treasure trove of iconic characters and stories that spring from the Disney imagination as we continue to build on Disney's singular legacy of creating magic for audiences worldwide. We have a lot of fun diving into our expansive library spanning nearly 100 years to bring beloved tales to life in new ways for today's viewers. The addition since last year of great franchise IP created out of 20th Century Studios means an even bigger sandbox to play in. One of the truly exciting things about Disney Plus is the opportunity it has given us to greatly expand our storytelling across a variety of genres to bring compelling, original films from all around the world to the screen in a way that only Disney can. We have a ton of projects in the works, and I have the pleasure of taking you on a tour through the magical and memorable stories we're producing. Disney Plus is already home to a massive collection of unforgettable movies from across the decades, the kind of movies you want to watch again and again with your family and friends. We're right in the middle of the holiday season, and I'm sure, like me, you and your families have your favorite must-watch movies for every season. On Disney+, Plus, we're continuing to create new holiday memories for fans and families around the world with such films as The Delightful Noel and The Brand New Godmothered. Of course, one of the most popular holidays is Halloween. And one of the most popular Halloween movies is the cult classic, Hocus Pocus. And I'm happy to confirm, we are working on a treat for Disney Plus audiences with a spooky sequel. In addition to Disney and 20th Century, we also have films from the Touchstone days that fit right in the Disney Plus wheelhouse. One such project we're excited about is a modern take on the hilarious 80s comedy, Three Men and a Baby. We are deep in development, aiming for a 2022 release, and we could not be more thrilled to have Disney all-star Zac Efron attached to Star. Now, we also love to tell real-life stories of heroes from around the world, distinctly human stories that draw on emotion, inspiration, and aspiration, like Togo, which we premiered last year. Safety is inspired by the empowering story of Clemson University football player, Ray McElrathby, who found himself raising his 11-year-old brother while still in college. This uplifting drama from Marshall director Reggie Hudlin debuts on Disney Plus tomorrow. We are also working on a film based on the incredible story of Keenan Lowe, a high school coach who averted tragedy through compassion with a man of many talents, Dwayne Johnson, on board as a producer. Meanwhile, heading into production next year, Greek Freak is the remarkable story of NBA star Giannis Antetokounmpo and his family as they lifted themselves out of poverty as undocumented immigrants living in Greece, with Giannis ultimately finding himself on the world stage. And I can confirm we are developing a biographical film for Disney Plus with another NBA superstar, Chris Paul, whose past includes a deeply moving story of family, legacy, and destiny that helped make him who he is today. As you can tell, 
I do watch a fair amount of ESPN myself. Moving to another of our favorite genres, children's and young adult books certainly aren't just for kids. They speak to the kid in all of us, and they have the power to shape our understanding of the world. Flora and Ulysses is based on a Newbery Medal-winning book about the misadventures of cynical young comic book fan Flora and her super-powered squirrel sidekick Ulysses. Flora and Ulysses will debut on Disney Plus this coming February. A little further ahead on the slate, for 2022, we are reimagining the hit comedy Cheaper by the Dozen with blackish producer Kenya Barris. It's centered around a multiracial blended family of 12, navigating a hectic home life while managing their family business. I'm thrilled to share that Gabrielle Union is set to star in this reboot. And we're revisiting the beloved Diary of a Wimpy Kid series which has spawned a successful live-action film franchise from the books. The series remains as popular as ever. In fact, the latest Wimpy Kid book, released in October, was an instant New York Times bestseller. In our new film, our intrepid hero, Greg Heffley, gets an all-new look, and he's, well, a little animated about it. In expanding our focus on content development for streaming, we think there are some great worlds and stories, separate from the amazing original work coming out of our animation studios that we can tap into in a new way, particularly from the world of 20th Century Studios. The Ice Age series has so far seen five feature films to the tune of over $3.2 billion at the global box office. We are now in production on a spin-off film exclusively for Disney Plus called the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. It centers on three series favorites, the prankster Possum Brothers, Crash and Eddie, and the swashbuckling weasel of the title, Buck. I'm pleased to announce that the wonderful Simon Pegg will be returning in the role of Buck. Moving to another popular film series that has earned a combined $1.3 billion at the global box office across three films, we are ready to spend another night at the museum. In a fun twist, it is animated this time around, which gives us even more leeway to stretch the imagination with this fantastical premise. We are thrilled to have Sean Levy, who has helped shape this blockbuster franchise as director of the previous films, on board as a producer. Now, I'm excited to shift gears into some of the event titles we have in the works. These are films born out of some of the most iconic and enduring stories and characters in the Disney canon. As with Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Maleficent, Mulan, and Lady and the Tramp, these are worlds and characters we love, reimagined and brought to life by visionary filmmakers and top talent. And we create these stories at a size, scale, and quality that is second to none, regardless of the size of the screen. We have an extraordinary slate of upcoming tentpole films. And I will give you a quick glimpse today of just a few. In July 2021, we invite audiences to embark on Jungle Cruise with an adventure of mythic proportions in the grand tradition of Pirates of the Caribbean. It stars two of today's biggest movie stars, Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt, and it strikes the perfect balance of high stakes, gigantic action, and plenty of comedy. Now, when it comes to having it all, drama, comedy, 
action, emotion, music. For audiences worldwide, there is perhaps nothing like The Lion King. Following the $1.6 billion success of our 2019 reimagining, we are in development on an inspired prequel of sorts that revisits these iconic characters. And I am beyond thrilled that we have Barry Jenkins of the Oscar-winning Moonlight in the director's chair. A couple years ago, Mary Poppins Returns had audiences tapping their, what do you call them? Oh, feet. And director Rob Marshall is back in the Disney fold to bring his unique gifts to a live action take on The Little Mermaid. In the title role, we have multi-talented singer and actor Halle Bailey, alongside a phenomenal cast that includes Aquafina, David Diggs, Jacob Tremblay, Melissa McCarthy, and Javier Bardem. And we will have not only the beloved Mencken Ashman songs from the animated original, but some all new music from Alan Mencken and Lynn Manuel Miranda. For Disney Plus, we're currently in development on a hybrid live action animated feature with two perennial favorites in Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Pop stars Akiva Schaefer directs, and the hilarious John Mulaney and Andy Samberg are set to star in the title roles. Seth Rogen will cameo, and you'll be sure to recognize his voice in this early animation test we are sharing with you today. In our film, cartoons are living among us in all their animated forms. And let's just say, Dale may have gone a little overboard to keep up with the current popularity of CGI. Rescue Rangers is slated for spring 2022. It is no lie to say this next tale is one of the all-time classics. Pinocchio brought us not only the plucky puppet and his cautious cricket, but also some of the most iconic Disney music of all time. From I've Got No Strings to the quintessential When You Wish Upon a Star. And now, especially for Disney+, Plus, we are working with the famed director, Robert Zemeckis, who is pulling the strings on a compelling new live-action retelling with the one and only Tom Hanks set to star. We will be leveraging state-of-the-art CGI to bring Pinocchio to life. Like Pinocchio, the story of Peter Pan and Neverland has always had a special appeal to audiences. David Lowry, who did such a spectacular job on Pete's Dragon, is exploring a new angle in Peter Pan and Wendy, just for Disney+. And we are putting together an amazing cast, including Yara Shahidi in the role of Tinkerbell and Jude Law as Captain Hook. And finally, an update on a project that's been eagerly awaited for some time. We have been working on a sequel to the hit film Enchanted, which starred Amy Adams as Giselle, who finds her life flipped upside down when she falls out of her animated fantasy world and finds herself stuck in real-life Manhattan. We could not be any more thrilled to share that Amy will be back as Giselle in this sequel, Disenchanted, which will stream exclusively on Disney+. One more exciting tidbit of news. We are in development on a third film in the beloved Sister Act series, with none other than Whoopi Goldberg herself on board to star and produce. Tyler Perry is also signed on as a producer on the project, and we will have more details on these titles in the coming months. As you can see, 
We have a huge range of exciting projects in the works across live action and animation and somewhere in between. Now, I haven't shown a lot of footage today because many of these projects are still in development or pre-production. So I want to close out with something really special for you from a film that's a little further along and that we could not be more excited about. Cruella dives into the rebellious early days of one of the most notorious and notoriously fashionable villains, the legendary Cruella DeVille. Oscar winner Emma Stone stars as Estella, AKA Cruella, opposite Oscar winner Emma Thompson as the Baroness, the head of a prestigious fashion house who plucks Estella from obscurity as a burgeoning designer. It's set against the backdrop of 1970s punk rock London, and our director Craig Gillespie delivers a truly unique take on this one-of-a-kind villain. Today, I have a never-before-seen sizzle that will give you a real flavor of this fantastic film. Please enjoy. We can't wait to share more from all of these projects soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is now my pleasure to introduce Jennifer Lee, the Chief Creative Officer of Walt Disney Animation Studios. Welcome to the Kingdom of Kumandra, the setting of our next feature film, Raya and the Last Dragon. Taking inspiration from the incredible cultures and lands of Southeast Asia, the team at Walt Disney Animation Studios has created a fantasy world like no other. Raya is a film about a lone warrior who brings together an unlikely gang of sworn enemies on a mission to unite the kingdom. There's Raya, a warrior whose wit is as sharp as her blade, the street-savvy entrepreneur named Boon, the formidable giant Tong, and the little thieving toddler Noi with her band of Ongis. Their only hope is a magical, mythical, self-deprecating dragon named Sisu. With time running out, can they rebuild their shattered world? Led by the indomitable Kelly Marie Tran as Raya, and the one and only Aquafina as a dragon like you've never seen before. Raya and the Last Dragon is a beautiful, bold, and hilarious film. And while it is our 59th animated feature, it is our very first to be produced at home. Over 400 different homes at that. And from our homes to yours. As Kareem mentioned earlier, Raya and the Last Dragon will be released both in theaters throughout the US and around the world, as well as on Disney Plus with Premier Access. This simultaneous release on Disney Plus and in theaters March 5th gives audiences every possible opportunity to see the film. In Disney Plus, we have a home for our legacy of films, upcoming films like Raya and the Last Dragon, and we see boundless creative opportunities to continue stories with our favorite characters, as well as create original stories set in all new worlds working with talent not just in our studio, but around the world. Today, we're happy to announce several new projects in development and production. This is where nostalgia meets the future. We begin with Disney Animation's first ever animated series, 
It takes place in one of our favorite fantastical cities and stars one of our most beloved characters. To tell you more is the Oscar-winning director of Big Hero 6 and creator of Baymax the series, Don Hall. Hey everybody, I'm Don Hall, director of Big Hero 6. I am so excited to talk to you about Baymax the series for Disney+. The series is a continuation of the movie. We actually get to explore more of the city of San Francisco. This huge, wonderful, rich canvas. The series really focuses on Baymax's original protocol, which is to be a nurse robot. Each episode, we meet a new character, a patient that Baymax is going to help. I would like to be more like Baymax. His kindness, his compassion, his single-minded devotion to just helping people. He's kind of a hero for the times. And lastly, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but Baymax will have a new feature that will allow him to quickly travel around the streets of San Francisco looking for patients. Thank you, everybody. We're very excited to show you more. Baymax will be on Disney Plus in early 2022. Also in production, welcome back to the mammal metropolis of Zootopia, where directors Trent Corey and Josie Trinidad are creating a short-form series called Zootopia Plus. Zootopia Plus takes a hilarious look at some of the animals we only briefly met in the Oscar-winning film, including Fru-Fru, gazelles, tiger dancers, and our favorite sloth, Flash. We'll get insight into their lives through the lens of Zootopia's hottest shows like The Real Mousewives of Little Rodentia, So You Think You Can Prance, and a show that follows the fast lane of life at sloth speed. Zootopia Plus is set for Disney Plus in spring 2022. Cinderella, Ariel, Elsa, Jasmine, Rapunzel. Disney animation has brought some of the greatest heroines to the screen. Characters that people connect with and who stand the test of time. And with Disney Plus, we're creating new stories for these characters, starting with the favorite, from New Orleans, Princess Tiana. We are bringing Tiana and her friends back for all new stories in a long-form musical comedy series. The possibilities are endless, with Tiana stepping into a role as a princess of a land we have yet to visit, and with so much more of New Orleans yet to see. Tiana comes to Disney Plus in 2023.